Pick up the Bibles. Let's get to God's word. Amen. Matthew 15. Let's take from the verse number 21 to 28. Now, whilst you are reading this scripture, I want you to pay attention to certain key things in this scripture. I'll be talking just about one thing in this whole verses we are reading. But I'm going to walk you from the verse 21 to the verse 28. Hallelujah. And you need to pay attention. Verse 21. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the coast, cried out unto him, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is greatly, grievously vexed with a devil. But he answered not a word, and his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she cried after us. And, and he answered and said, I am not sent unto, but unto the lordship of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not me to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord. Yet the dogs eat at the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her. Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Hallelujah. Lift your right hand. Father, thank you for your word. Speak to us. Teach us, we will be taught, bless us, we will be blessed. Let the sick be healed, let captives be set free, let yokes be broken in the almighty name of Jesus. Let souls be revived, spirits be revived, let bodies be strengthened in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let your word come like fire and burn in our heart, O God. And let your word come with grace by which we will walk in the obedience of it. In Jesus' name, amen. Please take your seat. Out of this, out of this scripture, I'm going to share, I'm going to start with this way. I'm going to start this way. I, I want to give you like tidbits or a few things for wisdom or the wisdom for life. Amen. Wisdom for life. The one, as I walk into the message, the one thing I want you to know is when you sit with great men or when God gives you the opportunity to be around people that are doing well more than you or have attained a certain level in life. Don't enter into don't, don't, don't sit with the great and sit with the mighty and sit with those who are doing well more than you. Don't sit to go and share knowledge with them. Hallelujah. Don't, anytime you sit with somebody who is greater or anytime you have an opportunity to meet with somebody who is greater, who is anointed, who is mighty, who is more successful in life than you. Don't get into 
a sharing of knowledge with them or try to have a discussion with them. Hallelujah. Anytime God gives you an opportunity to be around great people, keep quiet and listen. Hallelujah. See, most of us, we, we know so much that we don't know how to keep quiet. So even where we must keep quiet to receive, we talk to be denied of what we must be taught. Hallelujah. When you have the opportunity to be with people, even the mature, the aged, don't let me only use the word successful or prosperous or anointed. For instance, if Joyce gets the opportunity to sit with Auntie Mary by age, she's older than you, she's far experienced than you, don't go and share knowledge with her. Sit to listen to wisdom. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're a pastor and God gives you an opportunity to be around your senior pastor, don't try to share Bible knowledge with him. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Don't try to share Bible knowledge with him. When God gives you an opportunity to be around Joe Metal, God has blessed him. He's exposed more than you as a singer. Then you want to go and share singing lessons with him. Hallelujah. Shut your mouth and listen so you can learn and add on your life. Hallelujah. Number two. I'm just running with it, so write that one. Number two. Always save your relationship by knowing your limits. Hallelujah. No matter how good a relationship you have with somebody, there are limits in the relationship. Praise God. No matter how you are free with somebody, like we all say, free, with them body, body, respect the limits of the relationship in order to keep it for a long time. Don't lose quality relationship cheaply by overstepping your bounds. Hallelujah. Please, are you understanding me? Don't lose quality relationships cheaply by overstepping your bounds within the relationship. No matter how somebody relates with you, no matter how free, how kind, how loving, make sure that you don't, you don't, you don't go beyond certain limits. By so, I mean that there are certain questions you must not even ask. There are certain, there are certain things you must not even talk about. That is respect. Hallelujah. So, I am Madame Funtimi Busano. No. Know your limits. Are you getting it? Please, are you following what I'm saying? Know your limits. Know your limits. Respect limits. Hallelujah. Sometimes I realize that you get yourself hurt unnecessary in a quality relationship because you go beyond your limits. Amen. Are you hearing that? Oh, you, sometimes you let me add that. that. That is, don't have a sense of entitlement in any relationship. Hallelujah. Yeah, write it. Don't have a sense of entitlement. I say, Charlie, I said, yes, sir. I say, marriage, and ask normal friendship. My brother, my sister, my friend. It's, I must know everything about the person's life. If they decide to make you know, fine. If they don't make you know, stay within your limits. In order not to hurt yourself. Hallelujah. Please, are you hearing what I'm doing? One of the things I've learned as a pastor, take it from me. I don't I don't use my pastoral position to get into people's business. 
Are you hearing me? No. Are we in church? The fact that I'm Timaris pastor does not mean that I should impose it on her and always try to move as a self put foot. What, what she doesn't want to talk to you about, you want to force yourself to get it. Hallelujah. If you bring, sometimes I know a lot of things. Sometimes, even by, sometimes by revelation. But sometimes I keep quiet. Hallelujah. One day I remember I, I, God showed me something about a lady in the church who joined not long ago. And I just called her and I asked her. That was a normal Then I asked her again. The second was, was to draw her to be able to tell me what was wrong with her. Amen. I could have simply said, for instance, if it was Jessica or maybe Sister Brown or uh, Emifa or maybe Ernest, I could have just simply said, uh, Emifa, today I wanted to fast and pray, but the Lord showed me this, this, this. But this person was a new person in the church. Are you following me? New person in the church. And you, I don't know whether she's used to prophetic ministrations, used to somebody getting into her. Like, so I just, I just respected myself. And decided to bring her to a place where she can talk. Are you getting it? When she was not willing to talk, I didn't push it. Amen. Until the time came that she had no choice than to talk. Then I told her, that is the why the other day I asked you, is everything okay with you? Then he said, oh, pastor, I was, like I thought, I am I, I comfortable talking about what I am going through. Are you getting it? So the point I'm making is that don't lose quality relationships cheaply. By having a sense of entitlement. Hallelujah. No, are you hearing what I'm talking about? For instance, that thing will tell you, I have a sense, then I enter into Ernest's house. I have, a, I have a very good relationship with Ernest and I enter his house and then I enter into the kitchen and I open the fridge and I take drink. Hallelujah. Sense of entitlement. I am free with you. So when I see your phone or your bag sitting down, I dip my hands into your bag and pull anything. I take your phone and then sense of entitlement. You give me your phone to make a call. And then before I realize, I'm checking your WhatsApp message and your pictures. You will lose quality relationships. Hallelujah. So no matter how free, never overstep your boundaries. Hallelujah. No matter the opportunity that is given to you, always seek permission. Even in the opportunity that is given to you. Did you hear what I said? Even though you have been given the opportunity, always ask. Hallelujah. Always ask. Always ask. That you can come in at any time, but it is always prosper, proper in order to keep the relationship. Always Hallelujah. For instance, I tell you that you can come into my house at any time you want and at any day you want. It is only wise that you will Ask before you do what? Even though you have been given the permission. If I'm communicating, clap your hands for the Lord. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? Yeah, don't, don't take things into your hands and say, um, this is how I am. Meaning it's how I am. No, no, respect it. Hallelujah. If people don't want to talk to you about things, let it be there. Are you getting it? Don't, don't try to force people. To be, because of a certain sense of entitlement you have, that they should be able to open their life and talk to you about everything. Respect boundaries in relationship. 
Are you hearing me? That's when they say respect boundaries in relationship. Especially the, the ones that business, partnership, brother, sister, friends, bestie, bestie, respect. Respect. Hallelujah. Respect boundaries. Respect boundaries. You will hurt yourself and you will lose a quality relationship. Hallelujah. You will hurt yourself unnecessarily. Because I was so. The thing is that the person that you call your best friend does not have the same mind. It's just that you deceive yourself to think that he or she is your best friend. Praise God. Don't have a sense of entitlement. Can you clap your hands for the Lord? Is it good for you? Is it good for you? Are you learning something? All right. Now, Thirdly, when things go between you and another person, like things go bad, hallelujah. For instance, Eliezer is my, sit down, don't worry. Eliezer is my friend. He's my brother. And up until now, we are good, hallelujah. But in the next 10 years, we cannot tell what will happen. Only God knows it. Are you following what I'm saying? No matter how bad your relationship with somebody may go, always uphold the integrity of that person. Men say nipana bravo. Men say nipana bi. Hallelujah. Please, are you following what I'm saying? No matter how bad it went, respect the person of the person. Shout amen. Did you hear what I said? What did I say? Respect the person of what? A man on Kofana sell one in the panin Timitino. Unki can some bonny and send the panitin. Because at some point in time in your life, that person was the whole blessing you needed. Can you shout amen? If somebody gives you a broken heart, manage the broken heart. And don't allow the broken heart allow you to touch on the person's person. Hallelujah. If somebody betrays you, learn from Jesus Christ. Jesus never said anything bad about Judas. Hallelujah. Things can go bad. Today we are friends. The next day something can happen. Can I hear you shout amen? No, am I teaching well? Today we are laughing and we are, we are the best. In How many of us have not given us ourselves pet names? Some of you go to the same of you doing tattoo, tattoo. You tattoo the name of your, your friend or your best person on your shoulder or on your chest. Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm talking about? And then in the next year, something has shifted. When, some, when things go bad, it doesn't mean that person is bad. Hallelujah. At least uphold the honor of that person by not desecrating it. Just because things did not go well with you and the person. Can I hear you shout amen? That when you leave a company, whether you leave it in a good way or in a bad way, don't leave the company and spoil the name of the company. Hallelujah. Because at some point in time in your life, God sustained your life by that company. God sustained you by that institution. Hallelujah. When you leave you leave your madam or your boss or your ma- whoever at, 
at some point in time, had it not been those people, you wouldn't have survived. Am I teaching? Am I teaching? So for every, every person you call bad today, somewhere along the line, they were the best thing you needed in your life. So should something happen, remember the good times and save the image and the name of the person. Can I hear you shout amen? If you, if you, if you were dating a woman and it didn't work out, don't make the woman look bad for other men, potential men. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? You are not good enough to keep that person. Another person can keep that person. Hallelujah. Please, are you hearing what I'm talking about? Don't go and spoil the person. Let people find things out for themselves. Shout amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. Amen. Lastly, touch your neighbor and say, whatever you are doing, whatever you are doing, whatever you get the opportunity to do, at any given time in your life, do it well because you cannot tell. Tell them, say, but because you cannot tell. What God may use to bless you at a particular time. How many of you know that most of us are byproduct of what we really wanted to become at some point in time? Hallelujah. How many of you understand what I'm saying? You see, what Mike is doing right now, he can never tell that in the next five years to come, this thing he may be doing that looks like for fun may be the only thing by which God will elevate his life. Can I hear you shout amen? I pray that whatever you have decided to be will not so imprison you. That when there is an opportunity to be something and to do something, you will throw it away. Because you think that this is not what I wanted to do. When you read Ecclesiastes and the Bible says that cast thy bread upon the waters for after many days thou shalt find it. And I think when you go say for you do not know which and when of them thou shalt even bring the season and the time you shall be blessed. It means that when you have the opportunity to do anything, do it. Hallelujah. It, let me shock you with something. Sometimes you can be in church for 10 years and fast and pray nothing will happen. In the course of the 10 years, you meet somebody in church and I'll see, oh, and then they won't throw yogurt to mommy. And you bought the yogurt and bath loaf after service. And just after that, without prayer, breakthrough hits you. Hallelujah. So, touch your name and say, whatever you have an opportunity to do, do it and do it well. When they give you an opportunity to sing, sing and sing well because you may not know that that day may be your day of breakthrough. Hallelujah. Is anybody hearing me? Touch your neighbor again. Say, there are opportunities in life. Touch them. Say, there are opportunities in life. And anything you get to do at a particular time, do it and do it well. Listen, even if it is pure water, sell it well. Sell it with swag. You can never tell. Can I hear you shout amen? That is a mystery of life. Sometimes what you believe by which you'll be blessed, you are not blessed by them. Sometimes the things you pay less attention to, 
they become the very things that transforms your life. Hallelujah. So I am praying. No, sometimes the thing is not about God. The thing is about you and I. Hallelujah. You and I. I am praying that God will grant us grace to be able to make the most out of every... And every time I talk about this thing, I always talk about my friend Mensah Suman. Pastor Mensah Suman. Hallelujah. Oh, he did biochemistry in university. Hallelujah. And the Reverend Edmond Agbozo, he did uh, accounting. But today, all of them are selling tiles and they are, and they are successful. Hallelujah. Please, are you hearing what I'm saying? The, what they did in school did not, did not make them successful. But the opportunities they took has made them successful. May you walk in that wisdom. Touch your neighbor. Say, don't be giving things chances at all. Say, grab any opportunity. Don't, don't, don't just look out for the money in the thing. Don't just look out for the, the, the favor or the glory. Once it's an opportunity to do something, an opportunity not to sit idle, an opportunity not to be lazy, once it's an opportunity to get you to work, take it, do it, and do it well. Can I hear you shout, amen? Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Because you can never tell. Just as you say, you can never tell. You can never tell. You can never tell. You can never tell by what God will bless you with. You can never tell. When you meet an individual and you have an opportunity to be a blessing to the person, be a blessing and don't think of who the person is or how the person is. You can never tell. This God we serve, eh? He is some way. Hallelujah. He has some way he does his things. And I am praying that you'll be wise and these few things I've shared with you will make you a wise person. Will make you walk in wisdom. Hallelujah. One day you'll be standing by the gobe, gobe joint or watch a joint. And then somebody will just appear there. And then somehow, some way, whatever it is, Men, Jenny say, and I call you about this kind of harabit and I say, if you have the money, how much is gobe? If you have the money, just buy the five CDs. You mean you say you can never tell. You know, sometimes I hunch and I come on. I hunch and me to me at dinner. Emma, you know, coin a crassy, I say, Papa Crabba, you intimidate. Gosevia, well, last ten, I can't want to cry, Papa, until the ten, Papa. What? Sometimes you just have to lose the 10 cities. Hallelujah. Because there is something bigger coming. Amen. You can never tell. Now, verse, verse 21, so you know that I'm not speaking from my head. Amen. Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Thailand. He left Galilee and was going to Tyre and Sidon. Then verse 22. Then a woman found him. Hallelujah. Jesus does not find this woman. Jesus. The woman found Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus left one city and was going to the another city. And this Canaanite woman found Jesus. Hallelujah. He found him. He found the man that had an answer to what she needed. Hallelujah. 
But there were many things against her that would not make the man that had an answer to her need reach out to her. But the woman said, I am going to take my chances. Can I hear you shout amen? I am going to take my chances. I know the distance between me and Jesus is very wide. But this man has something I need. I am going to take my chances. Hallelujah. I am praying the same grace for you. See, in this service, from the time you step into this building, to the time the service will be over, somewhere in the service, Jesus is waiting for you. Somewhere in this service, you must find the path of the service by which Jesus will meet your need. Did you hear what I said? See, somebody said, I came to Jesus. I came to Jesus. I came to Jesus. You see, you came to Jesus all right, but you did not find that very moment in his presence that will minister to your need. Hallelujah. As I am talking, Jesus is here. As I'm talking right now, this preaching time may be the time Jesus wants to meet your need, but you must find it. Hallelujah. When we start the day bones, it may be the time Jesus may decide to meet your need, but you must find it. So I pray grace for you. <laughs> Are you following the preacher? I pray grace for you that you'll be able to find that spot. Find that moment in a day, in a service, in a week, in a month. Find that moment by which Jesus will attend to your needs. Find something that will make Jesus respond to you. Can you give God a clap, offering? So I keep telling you that God is everywhere, but you must find him somewhere. Hallelujah. God is everywhere. And God is for everybody. But God must be found somewhere by you. Hallelujah. And God will be found with somebody. Because there are people, God is with them. Shout amen. Are you following what I'm teaching you? No. So my, my topic for today, you know it already. Crown, the, the crumbs of the master. I will get to it shortly. Hallelujah. The, say the crumbs of the master. Thursday when we were having service, as I was leading the prayer now, then God told me, like he told me last week Sunday, he said, tell your children. Now when God decides to tell a pastor, tell your children, it's a different thing altogether. God did not say, tell my people. He said, tell your children. Now when God says, tell your children, it means that there is a way the people are living that he doesn't like it. Hallelujah. Like when a child is doing well, the father says, my child. But when the child is not doing well, talk to your son. The husband tells the mother, talk to your son. Check your son. Hallelujah. So God says that, talk to your children. On this matter, I am telling you. Then I get to realize that then there are things that we are doing that God does not like. Hallelujah. Because when we are doing things that are pleasing God, he will say, tell my people. Praise Jesus. <laughs> tell my people. He said, tell them not to waste the fragments. Hallelujah. Tell them not to waste the little things I give to them. 
Praise Jesus. Somebody say, tell them. He said, tell your people not to waste the little things I give to them. Hallelujah. So I kept praying that I went inside. Then when I went inside, when Sarah came and we were talking, he said something that confirmed what God told me. Hallelujah. I didn't tell him. He said, Papa, and I'm not sure. See a far. He said, number two. I've done first fruit, I've received testimonies and miracles by it. But this first fruit, I did it in my ahuchre. Hallelujah. Then he said, from the time he did the first fruit, up until but of our book, he's received more than what he gave to God as a first fruit. If you are clapping, clap. Then he said, Rev, if I had saved, hallelujah. He said, if I had saved, because I click in Adrian, so he had to sit down and pick pen and paper and begin to count and put together all the monies he has gathered. 250, 100. 300, 500,000, all of them coming together at different times. Then he said, the last two weeks before Thursday, the monies that were coming, he said, I received more. Hallelujah. Then I, I laughed and I said, we thank God. We thank God that God is faithful to his word. Hallelujah. And in this story, Jesus says something that will bless our life this morning. He tells a woman who is coming to him for healing or for the deliverance of her daughter and Jesus tells the woman, we do not take the bread of the children and give it to the dogs. Hallelujah. I'm just running with it for the sake of time. Then Jesus, the woman says that truth read, let me put it, read let me read the woman's statement. I think 27. And she said, everyone, let's read it together. Stand, let's read it together. Stand. Go. Everybody, go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He said, she said, truth, Lord. Yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their masters. Lift up. I pray that today these crumbs that are falling, these crumbs of the word of God that are falling from the altar of God will heal your soul, will open your heart to where God is calling you to and give you the courage and the strength to take the steps that are needed. In Jesus' name. Now sit down. Let me work this thing for you. Say after me. God has different ways of giving us big things. Say it again. Say God has different ways of giving us big things. How many of you are expecting some big things from the Lord? How many of you have experienced some miracles from the Lord? 
You are expecting some big things from God. How many of you are expecting? Now look at him and say, God will give it. Say, God will give it. But can you see him giving it? Ask him. Can you see him giving it? Tell him that even the big thing you are expecting, the big thing you are already expecting, God has started giving it to you. Do you see it? Clap your hands for the Lord. You know, there is a kind of faith that has produced a certain kind of belief. Let me see. There is a kind of teaching or preaching in the church that has produced a certain kind of faith in our lives which makes us to miss God in small things. Hallelujah. How many of you know that? Do you understand what I said? There is a kind of teaching and preaching that has produced a certain kind of faith that if God should appear in a little thing, we will miss him. Hallelujah. If God should appear in a little something, we will miss God. Hallelujah. But check through your Bible. God has almost all the times used little things even to speak to us. For instance, God wants to speak to us about investment and wise planning and hard work. He uses the little ant. Hallelujah. But the kind of faith we have right now is the faith that is making us miss God in little things that can give us big things. Hallelujah. Because no matter how great your faith is, look at me. No matter how big your faith is, that faith will give you a big miracle in a small way. Hallelujah. So having a big faith does not necessarily give you a big miracle. Hallelujah. But having a great faith will give you a miracle. God, God, God will appreciate our great faith. But our great faith does not determine the size of the miracle God will give to us. Hallelujah. Did you hear what I said? You can have a great faith. Whichever way you understand by great faith, I don't, me, I don't know. Hallelujah. Because there are people who define small faith, medium faith, and great faith. Hallelujah. But all of them are faith. Hallelujah. But assuming there is a great faith, there is a great faith. No matter how great the faith is, God will give you a miracle by that great faith in something little. Hallelujah. But because this faith we have is blown out of its context, we miss God in the little things he gives to us. Hallelujah. Are you following what I'm teaching you? So, these Christians of today, because we have a faith that expects big things and great things from God, when God gives a man 100 cities, he doesn't see it as a great blessing. Hallelujah. Because 
the preachers say, expect big things from God. Amen. I expect big things from God, but I don't lose sight of the fact that big things comes in small packages. Can I hear you shout amen? God has different ways of giving us what? Oh, talk to this preacher. God has different ways of giving us what? Now, let me show you something. All of us are in Christ Jesus. Our faith is one. But God deals with us differently. Hallelujah. My prayer is that you will not allow how God is dealing with Elsie to influence your faith on how God must deal with you. Hallelujah. Because you see, can I go deeper? You see, there is only one way to get God's attention. Obedience. Amen. See, only one way. There is no other way. There is no other way. Eh, yeh nyami empesi ebe sumunti. Eni ya kwaya asha ema. Eni ya filise na wuti ting hambambi yano wano mabia wuti miku ubrikitru. Hallelujah. But uh, even that leaf, unless God tells you to go for it, it doesn't work. And if God tells you, go and plug nim tree and you don't do it, it will not work. So, the central focus of our relationship with God is on obedience. Hallelujah. Is anybody understand what I'm teaching? You cannot work in disobedience for God to respond to you. Amen. So say there is only one way. Shout it, church. Say there is only one way to get God's attention. And it's by what? It's by what? It's by what? Say, Lord, help me to obey you. But we have one way to get God's attention. But God has different ways of responding to our obedience. Do you understand what I said? We, we have only one way to get God's attention. But God has different ways to respond to our obedience. Our obedience gets us God's attention. But God has different ways by which he responds to our obedience. Hallelujah. For instance, God tells me to give this water to Auntie Mary. One way I've given it, so I've got God's attention. But if God is going to give me this water back, it may not come from Auntie Mary. Hallelujah. It may come from promise. I went one way, but God can come through different ways. Please, are you following me? Please, are you following me? Thank you. Amen. So you see, when the Bible says that God is not a man that should lie, nor a man that should change the mind. Hallelujah. You must understand that God does not operate, God does not need our way to be God. We need his ways to receive from him. Hallelujah. May God grant us grace to walk in obedience. Are you with me? So if God has many ways to respond to our obedience, then I must pay particular attention to the way God decides to deal with me and not how he deals with Elsie. 
Follow me. Are you following? Are you following what I'm teaching? Our problem is that we, we expect God to deal with us by how he is dealing with somebody. Hallelujah. God may give me what you have, but he may not give it to me in the way he gave you. Should I repeat that one again? God can give me what you have, but he will not give it to me in the way he gave you. Hallelujah. Somebody will get a husband in church. Somebody to get a better husband at the marketplace. All of them, God gave them husbands. Can I hear you shout amen? So I cannot come to church and put my expectation of God's miracle only in the confines of the church. So if God decides to put my blessing on the street, I'll walk past the blessing because here I don't expect it. But I pray grace for you in the name of Jesus. So long as we are a child of the Lord, the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut short. He did not tell you where to expect him. Can I hear you shout amen? He told you to have an expectation, but never told you the location of the expectation. Are you hearing what I am teaching? So I believe God in the church that when they pray for me here, I'll be healed. But I believe God also that whilst I'm in the throttle going home, I can be healed. So in the throttle, my expectations are not shut. I still expect God. God is not regulated by locations. Hallelujah. Oh, I remember many years ago when we got born again, we, uh, the, the, then time, Bishop Salifu was at um, Atiku, Atiku there, and that was what we were having this fellowship. We went there, myself with my friend that is late upon, went there and he did Holy Ghost baptism. I received my own instantly in the church building. Upon received his own instantly. Our one friend, Adolfo, it was on his way to my house many days after. On his way to my house because he did not shut down the expectation of speaking in tongues. He was we were living at official town, a official town. So he was from his Abeka to a official town. On the way, when he got to the Fadama school park, it was there the Holy Ghost baptizing. So he spoke in tongues from that place out to my house because he couldn't talk again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He did not sh- listen. I pray, lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. I refuse to shut my expectations and limit it to a location. Can I hear somebody shout anywhere? What I believe God in the service this morning, I want to believe God anywhere I go. Hallelujah. Because by one way, God we get God's attention. But by many ways, he responds to our obedience. Are you following what I'm talking about? And so, can I be more practical again? So, me need remember never bra. In your car, sorry, and I'm And every remember is giving a testimony. Obia, you say, Amami. Obia, Mami, so. So, in his life, every time somebody gave me water, somebody bought me a phone. You know, there are people like that. You know, there are people like that. Is it God blessing them or what? Is it the Lord blessing them? Is it the Lord blessing them? It is not your father. It is God blessing them. Hallelujah. Somebody bought me a wallet. Somebody bought me a book. Somebody bought me a human being. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. 
Sit down, sit down. No, you stand with me, Reverend. Now, could you sit down, sit down? When, when you are working with such a person, your expectations on God will be somebody will give me. 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 But that is not the way God is going to give you. God is going to give you this same phone. God is going to give you this same book. God is going to give you this same water. God is going to give you this same human being. Maybe, just maybe, by the crumbs of little, by the crumbs you receive day by day. By the crumbs, and yet you will be iPhone 14 to be Obey to me after iPhone 14 without sweat. Why? Because you realize that there is a crumb that falls from the master's table and it is enough to satisfy your hunger. You see, sit down. It depends if you are eating, if you are eating the crumbs of a, from a poor man's table. No nutrition. Hallelujah. And propriety way free here any table swa. Nutrients Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? But when we are eating from a rich man's table, it's me Not by the quantity, but by how nutritious and how quality it is. That is why when you go to Abuya and they serve you, you eat and you are not satisfied. When you go to Fiesta Royal or Kempeski, and they give you something small. By the time you are coming out, you are okay. The thing is not in the quantity you ate. It's in the quality you ate. But we have been trained in our faith to only expect God by quantity. So the little crumbs God drops to us, we rubbish them. I'm telling you, most of you have wasted more money than you could have ever gathered. Because they said we will break forth this year. And so your break forth, a baby boom. We break forth now, we see As you require continuing the Abra, where they are there. one the most when you contract back, boom! And one, Obuha. 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 And they better be a 10. Somebody will buy 20. Somebody will buy 30. Somebody will buy. But you see, there is a tendency to think that this is not it. This is not it. So when the 30 come, womb. When the 50 come, womb. When the 100 come, womb. See, I am your pastor. Take it from me. We are not going to have the luxury of having so much every time. But God will give you your daily bread. Out of the daily bread, you will build your houses. Your amen is weak. Out of your daily bread, you own a house. Out of your daily bread, you will match up with those who are sitting in high places. The only thing you need is to know that this thing is dropping from the master's table. And it carries enough power to bless your life. Can I hear you shout amen? If the thing is coming from God, it doesn't matter how small. Can you give the Lord a clap of the church? If the thing is coming from God, it doesn't matter how small it will provoke a miracle in your life. Hallelujah. Today, I pray grace for Charisma Center.
May we not be wasters of the little. Oh, can I lift up your voice and shout a better amen? May we not be wasters of the little God gives to us. Lift your voice and shout a better amen. Look at your neighbor and say, don't be wasting things like that. Especially the crowns. Now watch this woman. You know, there is a lot of debate around this scripture. I don't want to go into all those things. But one of the debates that the atheists and the, and the unbelievers used to, de- to justify their foolishness of saying that there is no God. And if, that, if there is a God, why should God refer to a human being as a dog? Hallelujah. Because Jesus actually called the woman a dog. Amen. Hallelujah. Because you see, Jesus was speaking in the culture. There was a cultural setting in the scripture. The cultural setting is that in those days, if you were not a Jew, all the Jews saw you as an unclean person. And the the word they used to describe unclean people was kun. That word means like a wild cat or a wild dog, an unclean dog. Amen. So anybody that was not a Jew, like anybody that is not a, a believer, all of them were considered as dogs, not by God but by the Jews. Hallelujah. The Jews had formed their own philosophy that unless you are a Jew, you are nothing but a dog. And Jesus came in a cultural setting and Jesus was a Jew. Shout amen. Before you talk about Jesus as God and Lord, talk about Jesus as a man. So as a man, he had to speak the language every Jew would speak. Every Jew called a Canaanite, a gentle person, a dog. And as a man, he had to call her a dog. Hallelujah. But she, he called her a dog to bring her to a certain place. The reason Jesus called her a dog, I'm working it out of the scripture. When the woman came to Jesus, he said, she said, she said, son of David, have mercy upon me. Hallelujah. Jesus didn't need that one. Jesus didn't need anybody to refer to him as a son of David. Because the son of David means that Jesus had political power and had power here on earth to help any human being. Jesus' power was not an earthly power. By the time the woman referred to herself as, as son of David, she tied Jesus only to the earthly power. And it was just a title. Hallelujah. So you look at the book Jesus like blind Matthias. She was son of David. Then later she said, Lord, have mercy upon me. Because you see, when they shouted son of David, God will not respond to a title. Hallelujah. Did you hear what I'm saying? God responds to his name. Are you here? That is why if you're a man of God, you must not fancy titles more than your delivery. Can I hear you shout amen? Am I teaching at all? Are you hearing what I'm saying? So all these titles doesn't make anything. What are you delivering? Hallelujah. What are you delivering? So the son of David, have mercy upon me. Then Jesus, the Bible said Jesus answered her not. Hallelujah. Because Jesus was using her silence to bait her to a place to appreciate his lordship. Hallelujah. You know most of us seated here like this Canaanite woman. We are just relating with Jesus by what people have told us. But he must drag us into our own revelation of himself. Then he'll release the blessing. And as, as, as far as I'm concerned, most of us have heard of Jesus. We come to Jesus, but we have not caught a revelation of who Jesus is. As our Lord and Master. Hallelujah. 
So Jesus baited it. So the next thing that we saw, the, then, then between the third, then the disciples came. Someone said the disciples. You, these disciples, this one didn't come to you. Hallelujah. Did the woman come to the disciples? But the disciples said, Jesus, sent her away. Kamunka said, for she cried after you. So she cried after us. Amen. But I like the disciples. I like them. Hallelujah. Because they understood that once they are working with Jesus, everything that concerns him concerns them. Hallelujah. Let me leave that one for some time. Amen. But look at your neighbor and say, don't let the disciples push you out of what you came for. Look at your neighbor and say, don't let the disciples push you out of what you came for. That is why you must know why you come to Jesus. You must know why you go to church. Am I teaching you? You must know why you do what? Talk to me. Why you do what? See, all these things, you will say, the church is a scam. Pastors are scam. If they can deceive you to believe that the church is a scam, pastors are scam, you don't even know the reason you go to church. If you are clapping, clap your hands. Are you hearing what I'm teaching? Because whether you like it or not, you are not even going to get unbelievers. You are going to need people in the church to make assessing Jesus a difficult one. Hallelujah. But I want to be like the Canaanite woman. I came for Jesus. Just like you, the disciples are also following. You will not push me away. Hallelujah. Tell you, you will not push me away. All these things that you say, and I'm a counselor, and a man can say, you don't even know why you are going to church. And I'm a counselor, and I'm a counselor. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now they walk. I'm going to join the sergeants from our walk. Hallelujah. You don't know the reason you go to church. So any little thing can push you out of church. Hallelujah. Some of you ever since you got born again, you have changed more than 10 churches. You don't need, you, you, you now when you ask yourself, you don't even know what's wrong with you. Hallelujah. The only difference between you and the Samaritan woman in John chapter 5 is that she's in the Bible. Hallelujah. You have been with five churches and none of them is your husband. <laughs> none of, you are with five churches and none of them is your church. You are with ten different pastors and none of them is your pastor. Hallelujah. Because every little thing will drive you up. Something someone would, listen, I pray God will give you grace. That when you find your place, don't wait for anybody to cement you there. Cement yourself there. Cement yourself there, number one, by telling yourself that in this place, somebody will offend me. Are you hearing me? In this place, the pastor will offend me. The administrator will offend me. The choir director will offend me. Yourself, pastor, will offend you. Just tell yourself that. Hallelujah. Expect it that you will not 
happy, laugh as you laugh, write in the church. Sometimes I see people write on social media and I have a problem with that. That the church is the only place where the wounded are hurt more. And you see pastors writing this on their runnings. On, 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 what is it? The, I, I, I get the writing. The church is the only place where the, where the wounded are hurt more or something. They, I think for last month, it was just flying everywhere on Facebook. And one day I had to send a message to one of my friends. And I said, you see, you write this thing about the church and you come and preach that people should come to church. Who are you deceiving? Hallelujah. So this is what we call hypocrisy. You, you are asking people to come to church. We all not believers to join the church. But every one of our statements on, on Facebook makes the church more, makes like, oh no, I don't have to. Because can you imagine me writing on my wall, the church is the only place where the wounded are hurt the more. Will you come? Will the church interest you? No. Church, understand. We are good damn one. We are not spirits. We are human beings. We are human beings that have been saved, that have been saved and shall be saved. Can I hear you shout amen? I'm, I'm teaching you. Are you following me? So, if you are looking, maybe when you come to church, you have, you have this perfectionist mentality that me koidye, I'm sorry dear, I said so, be are correct. correct. You are correct. Praise God. Are you getting it? You correct. And we display our madness in many ways. Oh, no. You didn't hear what I said. Did you hear what I said? All of us, we display. she has displayed her madness in her hair. Like promise. No, everybody has a way of displaying their madness. Hallelujah. There are people who talk about decent dressing, decent dressing. No matter how you talk about decent dressing, they will dread decent, but it will still not be decent. Because their body does not know decency. Hallelujah. May we live beyond these things. Shout amen. Give the Lord a clap of it. Touch your neighbor and say, You will not push me away. You know, you know, don't let and don't this and I wait to say, and I had to say, and I had to say. The only place I will encourage you not to stay as a church is where Christ is not taught. And the Holy Ghost is not honored. Hallelujah. That place run for your life. But anywhere or the pastor decides to abuse you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Abuse you verbally, abuse you morally, try to take advantage of you sexually, run for your life. Can I hear you shout amen? Apart from that, every other thing stay. Hallelujah. Hey, somebody will not like you. It's not a reason you went to church. Somebody will not talk to you nice. The disciples, they will push you away. Hallelujah. But get up on your feet and say, Kitty Brown. My feet is on the ground. Get up, say, Kitty Brown. My feet is on the ground. No moving. No going anywhere. Say, Kitty Brown. Shake it like I'm saying, Kitty Brown. My feet is on the ground. I have come to stay. And nobody will push me out. Because I came for something. Do you know that the woman didn't go to Jesus for herself? Sit down. Then I came to realize that we don't really come to Jesus because of us. We always come to Jesus because of the other generation. Hallelujah. We come to Jesus to save the next generation from the demons that wants to destroy them. But the one, so 
Satan will resist you by the disciples because Satan is afraid of generation. You see, Satan is not dealing with you because of you. He is dealing with you because of the next generation. Because in that your generation, a prophet is rising. In that your generation, a president is rising. In that your bloodline, your children that are coming, Satan knows that the next big thing to happen to the UN general secretary is in your bloodline. And Satan has to make sure that you don't get to Jesus. And if you don't get to Jesus, his demons will destroy your life. Hallelujah. So if you think all this you are going through, if you, if you think your coming to church is just because of you, no. Jesus had to allow you access to him because there is a generation he must preserve. What do you encounter where we? Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm teaching? What do you encounter where But there is a there is somebody coming from you, in your loins and in your womb is coming a man. So the woman went to Jesus. He said, "A devil is troubling my children." My child, hallelujah. I pray for everybody here this morning. That sometimes when you have every reason to stay away, remember your children and draw closer. Give the Lord a clap, offering. Now, if I'm teaching you, can you clap your hands? Well? Now, let me try and wrap up. The la- the la- let's go to the last verse. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Are you blessed? Because this is what I want to teach. Now, verse 27 and 28. And Jesus said, and she said, truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat at the crumbs which fall from their master's table. So, it's not like the crumbs are not falling. But can you appreciate the crumbs and eat it? That all you can have is the crumbs. Hallelujah. How sometimes we rubbish all that we can have in a moment because we believe that something bigger is coming. Do you hear what I said? How sometimes we rubbish what we can have in a moment because we think something big is coming. But what we do not know is that the something big that is coming is what has begun coming small, small. Hallelujah. He said the dogs eat. And now, the word dog Jesus used here was not there. Hebrew understanding of the dog as an unclean thing. He was referring to like a pet dog or a little dog. Amen. Pet dog or a little dog. And you know pet dogs always sit on the laps of their masters. Or sometimes they sit under the table. Amen. They either are on the laps of their masters. Now Jesus was telling, you know all these things Jesus was saying, eh? he was trying to abort the Jews' mentality of seeing others who are not like them as dogs. But he first had to speak their language and use their language to deliver them from their foolishness. Hallelujah. Because the Jews always saw, any, just like today's Christian, most of us in church here, anybody who see that does not go to your church, you consider them as not powerful. Hallelujah. No, I'm teaching you. Is it a good word? Is it a good word? Yeah. Anybody, some of us Christians, anybody we see her, uncle, sorry, yeah, so for now, oh, pretty children, the one is a weak Christian. The more press before, the more method is for, the more Anglican for, because only charisma center, only ICGC, only lighthouse, the pastor, you popular. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because, and, and, and because they are not here, 
they are not there with God. If church is what determines the levels of people, even you, you will not be seated here by today. Hallelujah. Please, are you following what I'm teaching? Yeah. So, so, the Jews felt like, if you are not a Jew, you are a dog. If you are not a Jew. And some of us, it's not even in our faith. And yet, when it comes to our daily lives, there is a way we treat people who are not of the same social standings with us. Hallelujah. There is a way we treat people who didn't, who didn't finish university. There is a way we deal with them. There is a way we handle people who are not our class. Sometimes it could be the only reason some, some people are still where they are. Because all the people that carry your blessings, they come as cramps. Say cramps. They are not together. They are scattered abroad. They are scattered. They come with no beauty, no glamour, no honor. They come with nothing. All they come is with words. No, I'm talking to a church. Hallelujah. But because you see, you have raised the bar of your life to a certain level. So you cannot see the blessings of God in things that are little. Hallelujah. You are a young man who are seated here. Still, you are not married. You, you are even struggling to date. And your only problem is that you want some woman. The woman too you want, you, you don't have that level to meet the woman's level. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Oh, so I said, me you to cover my deficiency. Now, why am I going to cover it? Now, am I teaching well? May we receive humility. Hallelujah. Yeah. Man, Koskunti. It will be a little bit. Now, who will be a Koskunti? Why am I going to go to school? Who will be a Koskunti? Are you hearing what? Sometimes, this mentality is the reason we are where we are. Hallelujah. Because if the people are not like us, we don't have the atmosphere to receive them. No, I tell you, and I, you, you, you can just decide that I want a man like this. I want a woman like this. And so every day somebody talk about me class, me how, me class. Also class three for one pass exams. Hallelujah. And you too, what, what class are you, pa? You as you are there, what class are you, pa? You want somebody to believe in you and give you a chance. But you are talking about class. Everybody deserves a chance. Can I hear you shout amen? Everybody deserves what? Just like you think you deserve a chance. Listen, I pray that God will correct your eyes. And don't delay your blessings by having a certain perception. Amen. And now, all these things are not Christ-like minded. Hallelujah. No, I'm telling you, you know me, I'll, I'll hit you where I have to hit you. Because we are just, you are reading this scripture, and it's any Jew for you, me you don't utter it with your mouth but every one of your attitudes shows that there are people you treat like dogs hallelujah there are people you treat like dogs because they are not where you are they don't have what you have they don't speak your language maybe your expectations of them they are not meeting it hallelujah I am praying grace for you God 
has different ways he responds to our obedience. The way God may decide to bless you will not be the way he has blessed me. Expect God in the way. Maybe a big brand sana omaye yi o. Na me kwan no me kwan me. Obi brand na o yi ya and punch her said there was the person was under a curse. Obi also see abra boss no. As they began life they didn't struggle e go mu shim shim shim. I mean when we went to school somewhere jumped classes me wana. The champu binim sa sa mu ya mu jump jump go for. Champu go for sa into no we university jaba the entem. Obi also a yan jump no oni ma die but yan jump no. But what you say? Obo oni ma die pa so yan jump no. No, we have a bonus and a jump on because August could not even say. Hello, hello. There was school in Tanzania there because a born in a mall. The head is dead, so by force they have to forward her or forward him. Class two, oh, you are passed. Go class three, go class four. Hallelujah. We just wanted to leave. <laughs> is anybody hearing me? Yeah, that that is it. But there are people. To, we went to school. Me and Jampimida. But among the first five, I was I was always there. Why and Jampimida? Are you getting it? Maybe it was because of the system of our school or whatever. But me and Jampimida. But among the best five, I was always there. Amen. But Obuha, ye Jampuni sa, ye Jampuni fi tu. Yes, we ni madia chem. Praise God. So, if you look at how, how, eh? let me tell you a practical truth, then we close. Look at me. There are people, eh? the race they are running, their journey in life is very short. And so, God does not just forward them, He fast forwards them. Hallelujah. Now, when I come to God, God may be feeding me by cramps. But I said, Lord, no. I saw you fed Ben with a whole loaf of bread. Why? I didn't mean the bank in Kitisa. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise Jesus. You know, even the taps, the taps in our homes, they don't flow at the same quantity. It doesn't mean that water is not running through. Water is always coming. Most times when you are living on the mountains and your pipe channels are not correct, the pipe, you know, it will flow, but it will not flow like someone living in the valley. But all of them, pipes near the body, in so flow. But we are receiving you know, at a certain level per the allocation. Please, are you getting it? Because, because all of us will not receive the blessings of God on the, through the same channel. Today, I'm teaching you to appreciate the cramps. Somebody say the cramps. Appreciate the hundred. And you will be a man two billion at once. Now we will be a two billion in different ways. Am I teaching? Are you in the church? God will give everybody a million dollar, but not the same channel. Hallelujah. Somebody will go to the market eh, and make sales of only hundred Ghana. By the whole, through the whole week. But that person understands that is something from the master. See, it depends on where your own is coming from. If it's the master giving it to you, it contains the blessing of the master. 
it contains the power of the master to make you do bigger things with little things. Hallelujah. I am your pastor. Take it from me. I understand this thing very well. And it has, I got the revelation earlier. Hallelujah. God does not automatically, it's not every time God gives me things, boom. But God gives me the capacity to get what anybody can get. Did you hear what I said? So somebody will receive a car as a gift. God will give me crumbs to gather to get a car. All of them, God gave it to us. Can you give God a clap of it? Is the word blessing somebody? God, let me repeat that. God, so sometimes you are there. You are the only reason your miracle has not happened. Because you are expecting something that God has been, God has been given to you. You are expecting it in a certain appearance. But the woman said, even the dogs, hallelujah, even the dogs eat from the crumbs. Actually, say, are you willing to eat from the crumbs? What the woman is saying is, Lord, may say, may I You are too proud. You are too arrogant that adequate ones are with me. No, shout amen. That is another level of pride. You don't respect little things. Somebody can even give you things away there. And God heard you. Hallelujah. God heard you. God heard you say, when somebody gave you, because what you didn't know was that the person had 20 cities. You needed more than 10 cities, but the person gave you 10 cities and you insulted the person in your head and God heard it. That day, the doors of heaven are closed to you because God sees you as an ungrateful and appreciative person because you don't know what somebody went through to give you the 10 cities, but you have insulted the person in your heart. Is anybody hearing what I'm teaching? Appreciate. Listen, if you get somebody now every day, Omar 100, and every week, Omar 100, Omar 50, Omar, we tight. We tight because when you pay tight on that, God will bless the helper to bless you the more. Amen. <laughs> number two, number two, save it 30. Fatu baby, because you are appreciating little crumbs. And give yourself a target that by next year, by December, I should have 5,000 Ghana cities. How did I get it? The cramps. The cramps. Someone say the cramps. The cramps. The cramps. The cramps. The cramps. If God sees you are respecting the cramps, God will now release the bread. And every day, the bread may not come in full size. The cramps will keep increasing. It will keep increasing. Because God has seen like you are ready to be a dog to eat the cramps. I, I, I can't conclude by living 28. When the woman called Jesus Lord, watch this thing, look at me. The woman called in there, the, the, there were three transitions in this scripture. Number one, she transited from referring to Jesus relating to her by title. Moved to the place of being Lord. And she worshipped. Are you getting it? In the same scripture, she called Jesus by his title, called him by his divine name, Lord, then worshipped at his feet. Before he, she came following. Before the conversation when she had knelt in worship. Amen. She came walking with Jesus. But as she kept walking with Jesus, she now was on her knees. All these actions the woman took, Jesus never said anything. 
But when the woman said, but the dogs, but the dogs will eat from the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Jesus said, no such woman. Give me the verse 28. Give me the verse 28. So I don't miss Then Jesus answered her unto her. Woman, great. Great is thy faith, not when you caught the revelation that I am not just the son of David, but I'm the Lord. No. Great is thy faith when she worshiped. No. Great is thy faith when she decided to be a dog and eat the crumbs. Great. Great is thy faith. Not on all the spiritual things we do. Hallelujah. Jesus looked at the woman and said, ah, when you came, you called me David. It was a normal thing. You called me the son of David. It was a normal thing. Then you called me Lord. Oh, you are, you are, you are, you are trying. Then you worshipped. You tried. But to be ready to eat the crumbs. You know why? Most in the Stand on your feet. Let me close. In the priestly garment, the priest wore everything about the Lord's blessing was un- underneath the the garment. Amen. So how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment poured on the head of Aaron. That runs through the beer down to the outermost part of his skirt. Psalm 113. Psalm 133. Down. Someone say down. Now, when Jesus said, We do not take the bread of the children and give to dogs. The woman said, Even the dogs, they eat from the crumbs of the master's table. Hallelujah. The crumbs. In other words, when men are sitting on the table to eat and they fill their belly, those who sit under the table too can be fed and have what is sufficient for their survival. Hallelujah. Did you hear what I said? When others are getting it boom, boom, that makes them to shout out in praise and say, this is what the Lord has done. Those who also sit under the table, God will not deny them. You don't always have to be on the table to be fed. Sometimes. You j- because Are you hearing me? I'm speaking God's wisdom to you. Sometimes, eh, you don't have to be on the table of the mighty and the great to be satisfied. Sometimes, accept the lowest place where the mighty are sitting. And by the time you realize, you are equally satisfied as the great is satisfied. Listen. Listen. So who told me now? Did you hear what I said? That is that is your crown. Amen. They make an audience here. Please, are you understanding me? But the time, no matter how good you can be, 
One day I told Reverend Elias at this and said, Kodu, you are a good man, but you are not a good man more than me. Amen. You are a good man. You have a good heart. But there is a way you can be a foolish good man. Did you hear what I said? There is a way you can be a foolish good woman. Amen. Do good. But make sure you always have something to do good with. Amen. Did you hear what I said? Do good. But always make sure you have something to do what? Somebody will ask me for something or I'm, I'm, I should be able to help somebody and I say I don't have. I can't stand it. Hallelujah. So sometimes we save not because we want to, be get, we want to get wealthy. We save because so we can help every day. Somebody shout amen. Clap your hands to the Lord. Listen, today I provoke something inside of you. Your mouth chop money now. And and you now and turn now. Now the point I'm trying to make is that eh? Respect it. And that guy guy in your cell will be better. Hallelujah. Yeah. If you get 50 cities, save five. Is the word okay for somebody? Say crumbs from the master's table. This March, there shall not be a cease in flow of the crumbs of the Lord to your house. By the time we are having thousand psalms, April, may your testimony be that for the first time in my life, I am ending the year with thousand Ghana cities. How did you gather it? I gather it by the crumbs. I respected the crumbs. The crumbs. Hallelujah. The crumbs. Be willing. Shout amen. Hallelujah. The way you spend things, you know, you are the reason God is not even blessing your helpers. Hallelujah. What did yet? May it be washed with the blood of Jesus Christ. One day, one day, some of you pastors too, one day, pastor, that day will break through and all my problems will end. Hallelujah. Think about how you can gather your cramps. Hallelujah. Because you know what? The reason is that sometimes we don't have any purpose and plan for our cramps. You need to tell me cramps. We only have plans for the, the loaf of bread, the big one. But I'm proposing any plan. But today, receive wisdom to have plans for the cramps. Your amen is weak. Amen. Hallelujah. Who is this message for this morning? Who is the message for? Please. Be like this woman. The odds were against her, but she turned it around. Because she decided to see God in the cramps. It's Shadia, but Emma Kramanimi. Hallelujah. I'm not saying that I have a low esteem of yourself as a dog. But all I'm trying to tell you that sometimes you just need to esteem yourself as somebody God has favored by taking good care of the little things God gives to you. Hallelujah. 
Then Jesus answered and said, Oh woman, great is thy faith. Why? Because you have believed God in the crumbs. Say today, I believe God in the crumbs. I want you to go to three people, especially the ones you suspect. Say, this message is for you. Tell them. Go to them. Say, this message is for you. Amen. I'm teaching you how to respect the crumbs. Share. A man wants to gaba. Amen. If you are going to lose money, eh, lose it wisely. Did you hear what I said? Don't lose money foolishly. Lose money what? That when you, when you sit back, you will not regret. You know that you had 2,000 Ghana cities. If you check what you did with it, your heart will be happy. Your heart will be happy. Your hands are lifted up. How many of you have spent money and then after you say, ah, me this guy here. Let me see my witness. Let me see. Let me see my witness. Who is like who has been like me? Some of you have promised that you never accept it also. How many of you have you know that you chop money? Then what if you say, ah? Wait a minute, let me see. Today I pray grace for you. And listen. There is a message I preach. I think I'll preach it again. Don't be a prisoner of hope. Don't be a prisoner of hope. Those people who think that, oh, especially, today I have 3,000. Then LC has promised me that he'll give me 8,000. Then I chop the 3,000. Because of hope. LC, this kind of you have no idea about it. Hallelujah. Now it will be God. It will be God who will descend on her. And so don't and say, don't send the money. Hallelujah. Because God saw the foolishness of your heart. Now could promise you eight thousand. Now three thousand. So come three thousand because when that's what say eight is coming, and I'll get the three in the eight. Somebody shout amen. Somebody like those of you who are somebody gives you a work. Then you spend the money because somebody has promised another work. Hey! You know what I'm teaching all this? Woman so poor bread unnecessarily. And you will steal all your lip prayer over on over things that you need wisdom to just apply. Amen. What my year do my cobbler two, three years? Besides what I said, this mean to me save you here. What did we save you here? Talk to me. We are sure we can say we now. Some of you you don't work, but I tell you a you see, you see how you have nothing to show for it because you have hope. Amen. Today I pray for you. Even if it is one city, respect it as the crumb of the law. Put it somewhere. So you can change. So, so you can build wealth. Are you hearing me? May we not be beggars. Did you hear what I said? 
Say, Heavenly Father, I have heard your word. I receive the wisdom and the grace to walk by it. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I Help me not to forget this word. That your blessing for me is in the crumbs you drop. You will not bless me the way you bless everybody. You will bless me in the way you want to bless me. Help me, oh God. Lift up your voice and talk to God.